Welcome to Machine Learning. Principle Component Analysis. What principle component analysis can be used for is um, taking features and seeing if the features uh, can form distinct clusters based on certain characteristics. So, for example, uh, you may take, uh, let's say you take the uh, neck circumference and the waist circumference of a soldier, and then you pass it the weight class, which would be overweight, normal, or underweight. And then it will, you can see if, if uh, in those particular features, uh, when you do a PCA analysis, you see if those features contribute to the, that classification. And so, uh, for example, uh, then what you do is you get the PCA components and then you can uh, do a scatter plot of the PCA components and you can use the weight class as the hue color. And so it gives you a visual of how the feature is contributing in terms of variance. Um, so what what uh, features will cover most of the most of the data, and so that comes back in the terms of these uh, components, these principal components, and you can display those principal components uh, by analyzing, uh, having it explain the uh, variables, and there's a parameter to use on the PCA component or the PCA object that will tell you for those features that you've uh, listed what, how much they contribute in the model to, the, to uh, cover the data features. So principal component is pretty good and uh, TNSE is also another way to visualize high-dimensional data uh, in 2D space. And that can also be used to kind of separate and figure out what features are contribute, contributing to your model. So dimension reduction is pretty challenging in the sense that there's a lot of techniques that you use to, uh, to decide whether or not a feature is contributing. And uh, so one we used was covariance. Another one we used is TNSC. Another one we used is K-means. Uh, we can use describe. We can use the info. Um, and then we can use different regressor types, RE, RE, RME with uh, random forest and uh, logistic regression. And we can get their scores on those features. And uh, we can do area under the curve stepwise. Um, and the last one is uh, PCA analysis. And what you're hopefully you're getting is a model that uh, 
did not lose a lot of its predictive capability with the least amount of features. Because having too many features can cause overfit and uh, the additional complexity can cause information loss. So you'll get higher accuracy with less features. Actually, in some ways, I wish that uh, a lot of the pipeline that you build, so you can build a pipeline, you can do the scalier. In order to do PCA, you have to scale it, uh, normalize the data. Um, you can then have a classifier like a random forest or uh, a PCA component. And, uh, and in the pipeline, you can access the different steps by index. So you can say pipeline.step and then uh, zero would be the first step, one would be the second step, two would be the third step. And those are, are described also by a key, key value pair. So you can access the dictionary items by index or by key value pair in the pipeline. The pipeline is just a dictionary. And um, and so you can get the you can get the component in the pipeline by accessing it through step. And uh, and then you can find out what the coefficient values are, and then you can plot those out. Now you can put those coefficient values right back into the data frame, and then use a scatter plot to see uh, how the coefficients are. Uh, relating to each other. So how comp uh, principal component one relates to principal component two. And uh, and that that matches to the features that you fit on the uh, when you do the fit transform on your principal component analysis. A lot of fun stuff. Data science. A lot of uh, thinking in terms of how to group things together and uh, it's pretty simple math it's basically vector analysis where you're looking at distances and uh, doing vector multiplications and and, uh, and so for from that you can you can draw different conclusions that maybe people with uh, big hands there are some people with big hands which have short feet or, uh, and, and you can find those correlations in, in the data. And so these observed behaviors or observations uh, are important. So as you go through your print, uh, PCA, that you find these different groupings and then you can, uh, you can then separate those groupings out and, uh, and then that becomes observed be behavior of the data. So it's kind of interesting that way because it re does reveal, I mean, when you're looking at large amounts of data, you don't really know what the data is telling you. And so by going through the principal component analysis, it helps make interpreting the model uh, more clear. And so then you can draw your observations and then you can check those observations uh, 
against the the data. And um, that's that's one of the things that's kind of powerful about data analysis is is that uh, you know historically this stuff has been way too big and complex to understand and uh, and ERPs and, and big software packages with lots of tables have made it nearly impossible to for one person to, to grasp the enterprise but with machine learning uh, that's no longer an impossibility because you can take uh, large data sets you know build your warehouse put large data sets together and then from that data you can find behavior observe observed behavior and that's the power of machine learning <laughs>